Hey, you like the video? Yes. Push the like button on the video. Push it right now. Right you there. You like the video? Like that, you do. Like this beautiful video. You're kind of cute. Greetings, everyone. This is Morning Eggnog. My name is James. With me as always, Caleb. Good morning, everybody. I forgot how to do the intro. That's normal. Hurtful but true, Caleb. Hurtful but true. Um, so Caleb made me very angry this evening. I mean, morning. It's definitely morning. Uh, he showed me. Uh, I'll just show you guys. He showed me this. Uh, a video by Wired, mm. and and we're. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and it's not coming up. On our screen of doom. Here we this, go. This horrendous, <sighs> this thing, horrible thing that makes me so angry to look at. Why? Yeah, I'm, what is this? I'm pretty sure it's a 1970s a acid one. dream. This is a different one than, the, than our background. Yeah, this is a different one. This one is even more insane. Oh my gosh. So you... Like they're trying to show you how it makes sense. show you how you're supposed to drive. So there's a place in Toledo that you... you have you been on that inner overpass where you you cross? Yeah, it's called the diamond. Yeah, it's so stupid. This is like that on steroids. Yeah, yeah. How do you... You cross paths? Yes, you get to pick your own path. Oh my gosh, it's a choose-your-own-adventure. <laughs> it is. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's a choose-your-own-adventure roundabout. <laughs> oh my gosh. Pick your... The, the, and nobody knows what they're doing. America, there would be three shootings per week on it. <laughs> there would be so many Karens and road rage happening. I can't even. I'm. I. This is a great audio podcast. Okay. Oh. So what we're describing right now is a the the dumbest. It's like sixteen. It's six roundabouts in one. So okay. So it's six. Yeah. It's six, six or roundabout. seven roundabouts there's, there's in one, one major roundabout, and then there's then there's five other roundabouts around that that make a pentagram and if you do if you drive in a perfect pentagram it will actually lower into hell and you get to meet satan who's the architect pretty much oh my gosh yeah. why did they do this um it was originally um this was actually designed in <laughs> 1970 <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. Look at this. This is the stupidest thing. I know. And they're like, oh, there's only been one fatal accident. And I'm looking at this going, because it's always plugged. And, and it's in Britain. It is. It's, it's a British. Where, wherever it is. It's in it, It's in a weird. We'll, uh, here, we'll do it's this. Like, it sounds like Sweden, but it's not Sweden. It's like Swanton or Swadden. Okay. So this, again, this is a really good audio podcast. So the, the, it, it, yeah, I hate, I don't, I actually like roundabouts if everybody also liked roundabouts. The problem is nobody else likes roundabouts. So then it's frustrating. I don't I was, think it's that. I think it's the fact that nobody in, knows how to use them. Because there's a roundabout by the coffee shop in, on the south side of Defiance. Yes. And two of them, actually. I was driving up and there's a giant upside down triangle that says yield on it. Yeah. And that's for me who's coming into the roundabout. Yes. There was somebody in the roundabout who did a dead stop oh. to let me in. And I went, no, I'm not doing this. And I just did a dead stop at the yield sign and then sat there and looked at him like, this is your fault. <laughs> You're an You're idiot. idiot. <laughs> it literally says yield. There's an upside down triangle. That's the thing is nobody knows how to use them. The fact no, is you don't. don't honestly... If you're doing it right, you never have to stop. No, it's a great, it's a great system. It's a great system. It makes sense. And especially like, I hate stop signs in the middle of nowhere and it's 10 p.m. Yeah. You're coming home from somewhere and you're, 
if you don't stop, of course a cop is going to be there. Yeah. So you have to stop, look both ways, and then you can go through. Yeah. That's why... I, um, so roundabouts make sense. They They're do. They're cool and all. They do. Because uh, there's the one in Angola, like this in the middle of the main yeah. sub, and it's busy it all really the well. time. Yeah. And there's traffic flowing all the time, and you can get to where you want to go quite quickly. Yeah. And so I really enjoy it. But this... This is special. This is on acid. Is basically... What I'm pretty sure he was doing when he decided that this was it's a like, great what? idea. What is okay? So we have the roundabout. What do we have? Eighteen. We have one. We two, need a roundabout. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine streets. We need a roundabout inside of a roundabout inside of a roundabout. Here, I'll let you read it. So then. People okay. Can, Although the locals surely the have killer labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although the locals surely have a handle on its uh, complicated rules. Driving the seven-circle circle. roundabout still requires nerves of steel. Once inside the vehicle labyrinth, <laughs> vehicular labyrinth. Tracker, a, I want a T-shirt. Uh, vehicle labyrinth that actually have that. That'd That'd be a, we honestly, should, we should just make it and be like, "Yeah, we stole this." Anyway, yeah, pretty much. Uh, traffic flows counterclockwise around the outer uh, the outer roundabout. While interior traffic flows in a clockwise manner around the five mini roundabouts, oh which God. all lead to various exists exits located on the outer loop. Forty-five years after its inaugura inauguration, if I can say that right, what is going on? The intersection has become more and more famous or infamous. In 2007, BBC published a survey that named the Magic Roundabout <laughs> one of the 10 scariest junctions <laughs> in the United Kingdom. <laughs> However, despite the, the harrowing appearance, the roundabout has an excellent safety record. Of course, because everybody's driving mainly three miles due, an hour. Mainly due to the slow traffic. Exactly. Mainly Pace due to the slow Yeah. Once inside the crazy intersection. Oh, oh my gosh. Yes, the magic roundabout. <laughs> yeah, you have That's to actually great. stop to read this thing and Ring go, okay. Oh my god. It's like pulling up to the menu at McDonald's and trying to figure out what you want. <laughs> it's definitely a pentagram. The, the, if you do it in a perfect pentagram, you you go down to hell. Yeah, either that or you summon the, the spirit of traffic. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's a great one uh, right there. There's several. Apparently, what's the. I want to know what this one uh, is. This is Swin. Swindon's? Swindon's Magic Roundabout. Magic. This, See, oh, this is the same one. It's like Puff the Magic Dragon. <laughs> it's probably where they got it from. No kidding. Oh, what? Oh, my gosh. Why? Anyway, so uh, for all the. We actually, at one point, did have a few British listeners. Oh. People from across the pond. Lovely. So. Oh, gosh. So if you are from Britain and you actually are uh, watching this or listening to it, we would love to hear you comment if you have tackled this monstrosity. Uh, Let me over. Sure. Come on over. It's just a table. Just jump over here. Come on. That's not what I meant. Oh, okay. You know what I meant. Yeah. I, I knew what you meant. MF! Wait, what? Not NF. MF. What? All right, James, what do you got for us? That was a terrible transition. You were supposed to keep vamping while I, while I yeah. made my terrible Vamp transition. Vamp that, Caleb. Vamp it. Caleb, vamp it. <laughs> I'm going to dead stop this sucker and roll into the next one. Where was it? Okay, so I was... Obviously, 
did tons of research and definitely didn't look this up today, but I looked up crazy stories from 2015. All right, what do we got? And this is this is one of them. Uh, this is the 20 uh, from Mind Floss, the 20 craziest stories. Uh, snake swallows salad tongs. <laughs> I thought that was rather funny. Uh, Alan, Aaron Rouse of Adeline, Australia, was feeding his python, as you do, you know. Winston. Winston, <laughs> a rat held by with a pair of salad tongs when the snake decided he wanted all of it. Including the tongs. Oh, jeez. Rouse tried to pull the tongs out, but Winston would not let go. Before he knew it, the tongs were completely inside the snake. Rouse took Winston to the veterinary department at Adelaide University, where Dr. Oliver Punnell decided to perform surgery. He made That's a funnel. small incision. That's an F, not a P. I don't care. <laughs> uh, funnel, funnel, then. Uh, insertion insertion a small <laughs> incision close to the big end of the tongs and pulled them out easily then the next one that was right below it was truck spills truck spills freeze a million bees that is the worst title a truck falls over and spills a million bees oh hey that's good for the bee population we need we need more bees well all th- these bees we got to start we should bring back the the serenader guy the Martin is it Martin Gay? Yeah, and Marvin. Marvin Gay. Marvin. Marvin. The Mar the Marvin Gay uh singer. Uh yeah. Impersonator. The impersonator to, do, to sing to the bees because to we croon need more bees. to the bees. Uh, a shortage of bees makes it necessary to haul bees to agricultural agricultural areas for pollination purposes. It's amazing how like. Sweet. So will corn not grow if bees don't exist in that area? I don't know about corn. Uh, I think corn. I don't know how anything works. I did not take very yeah that, pay attention during biology. Yeah, I do know they do flowers. I do know they do fruit trees. And according to the bee movie, um, they do everything. And if without bees and producing honey, the, uh, did you ever watch the bee movie? I watched it once and thought it was the stupidest thing <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. It is the stupidest thing of all time. My, uh, I go watch uh, pitch meetings. The pitch meetings for the bee movie. It's great because they're like. Yeah, and then they're like, "Oh, well, how's all the how does all the trees grow back?" It's like uh, they just kind of pollinate. Yeah, that might as well happen in the movie. <laughs> then he falls in love with a human. What? What? Do what now? What's he do with a stinger? Anyways, a <laughs> so it had to happen sooner or later. A truck carrying bees through at whatever Idaho overturned on the I ninety in June and Ooh. spilled up to a million bees. Traffic was backed up for a couple hours, and drivers were warned to keep their windows rolled up to make to make matters worse. This place was hosting an Ironman triathlon <laughs> event at the same time. It uh, couldn't have been pleasant. Oh, could you imagine? You're like swimming. You're so tired. You ran however many miles the triathlon is, and suddenly... There's a half a million bees in your way. <laughs> They're like, what's that cloud over this there? This is a triathlon? This is a fourth event. It's an Iron Man for sure. <laughs> you get it all the way through that. <laughs> Intruder spends five hours caught upside down in a window. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that. Two freshmen at Nottingham Trent University in England spied an unusual sight as they walked through the campus early one January morning. A man had tried to enter a building through a window when his legs were caught, leaving him hanging upside down with his <laughs> rear end exposed. <laughs> the students talked to him while talking, taking photographs. 
in video and then called the emergency services. Police and firefighters responded, but they also had to take selfies before rescuing the man. He had been in that position for five hours. Rescue workers eventually had to break the window to set him free. <laughs> butt's just hanging out in there. So this is there's there's a lot unlucky oh. thief caught because getaway car was repossessed. Oh my gosh, horse stuck in bathtub. <laughs> uh artist left hanging naked. Oof. Cat gives birth to kittens in bird's nest. Car recovered from tree. <laughs> <laughs> Four masked bandits cat caught in the act. Uh meerkat expert sentenced over assault on monkey handler okay so a meerkat expert was sentenced over assault on monkey handler working i gotta read this one now working on a zoo can be be as much fun as a soap opera what working at a zoo can be as much fun as of a soap opera as any other workplace the first sentence of an Associated Press story spells it out. A former meerkat expert at London Zoo has been ordered to pay compensation to a monkey handler she attacked with a wine glass in a, in a love spat over, <laughs> over a llama keeper. <laughs> it's... It's just, it's fine. It's normal. It's normal, just love triangle oh, stuff. No, but normal you, love triangle. It's normal love triangle stuff. It's just three people. But when you add their titles to what they that are, is it true. makes it hilarious. This meerkat expert <laughs> they <laughs> beat up the monkey handler. They should do that for everything now. Yeah, the plumber and the HVAC guy do a podcast. Oh wait, wait. Oh my raccoon gosh. rides an alligator. Yep, raccoon rides an alligator. Oh, it just, there's this it terrible just never thing. ends. And then so there, if you just look up funny news, there's news everywhere. Oh, there's Man so much stuck in toilet. Tweeted railway for help. <laughs> help! I'm stuck in the toilet. Just pulling an elephant <laughs> and castle. <laughs> Please help. <laughs> Ah, uh, so stupid. <laughs> Just pulling to Elephant and Castle. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Can I move this? Thank you. Oh, my. Uh, so, speaking of weird stories, I, I, I got one from March. This is recent. This uh, is March 29th. Oh, yeah, there's this one, but there's also the one that, like, is a personal one. Of, okay, okay. So, let's, so let's do the personal let's one. Let's do personal one. Let's get personal. Let's get personal real quick. So I was sleeping last night, and um, I was out, just out as could be. And suddenly yeah. my wife starts banging on my back, and like, like so starts I hitting you. So, so it's like one of those smacks where you know there's something wrong, and so you get up and you're you're, you're ready in, to beat the crap out of somebody in your house. You're ready to reach for the baseball bat, the firearm, or the knife, or the fists, whatever you have at hand. I'm like, what? What is it? And she goes. I'm like, what? <laughs> there's, there's, there's a wire coming through the ceiling, and she's pointing at the ceiling. I'm like, what? There's a wire being ran through the the ceiling, and I'm like, uh, are you okay? What? And she, and and you could literally see the point from where she was sleeping to when she woke up because she was pointing. She's like the. 
and then it like clicked and she's like oh <laughs> and she sat there and stared at the ceiling for a little while longer and then rolled over and went back to sleep <laughs> and I'm going like I can't sleep now because my adrenaline's pumping because you just got woken up you're ready to beat the crap out of something I was ready to go and there's a wire in the ceiling you don't know what that means <laughs> and, so, and so I'm like okay what do I, so I just, what? it took what? me a little while to get back to sleep, but that was my... You went out and you quickly got your your uh, your wire strippers and you went up and ceiling and cut all the wire. I don't, I don't know. Just, just you went back to sleep. So I later, I was like, so, so honey, what was going on there? <laughs> and she's like, well, somebody was like running wire down through the house and into our bedroom and I, they were like fishing for us. <laughs> huh. Okay. I'm like, okay. I don't know what you were dreaming. You're like, well, that's a weird dream. Okay, honey. I, I, well, at least you weren't cheating on her, and she wasn't blaming you for that. Yeah, I wasn't getting beaten up for, true, for that. True, for you weren't getting beat up for a legitimate reason. You were getting beat up for a wire being run. And it your wasn't. Ceiling, it and it's wasn't a fish hook, and it's gonna come get you. And it wasn't beaten up. It was like a. <gasps> oh, wake up, up, honey! Wake up! Wake up! <laughs> the I think I don't know if I told on the podcast, but one of the. Olivia and I were just, we had lived here like six months to a year. We hadn't lived here a super long time. Because we really haven't lived here that long anyways. Yeah. But uh, suddenly she woke up because she she uh, she thought somebody was like leaning over her Ooh. in the bed. And she woke up and jolted awake and like made a noise. So I woke up and I like woke, I woke, I think she screamed. She went, ah! And then I woke up screaming like, what? Because it's the same thing. I was like, I'm ready to beat someone up. And then that scared her, so she screamed louder. <laughs> and then it scared me even more. And then either it was that night or another night. At the same time, I think it was another night. And we, so we both screamed, and I like walked around the house with a baseball bat. Like, is there someone here? What's going on? <laughs> and then another night, we woke up to flickering red light coming from outside our, outside our door. We're like, is there a fire? Did we have an electrical fire? We oh, went out geez. and someone gotten pulled over right in front of our house. Ah. And so those are the, those are my two scary waking up stories. So thankfully, nothing bad happened. Yeah, we've had more. I've you know, like when we first got married, she she was she'd have dreams about spiders. That was always her thing. And, and so like I'd wake up and she'd be like standing on the edge of the bed going <laughs> across the covers. I'm like, what are you doing? Spiders, spiders in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, and I'd say, hey, that's a legitimate concern. That's a legitimate concern. I don't like spiders in my bed. Because when we first got married, we lived in an old home in Kansas. And I remember that. There was, I woke yeah. up one morning oh, no. and I felt something oh, no. skittling across my chest. And so I knocked it off. Uh. And it was a brown recluse. Mm. Um, Yep. I freaked out a little bit. Okay, so here's the question. Yes. You if you get bit by a brown recluse, that's not good. That's not what good. What if you eat a brown recluse? Probably also not good. But your stomach acid would break down the venom, wouldn't it? That's true. I'm pretty I sure. I don't know. Again, we don't know anything about biology. So yeah. if you know anything about spiders, let us know. Yeah. I'm just wondering, like, can you if you eat a snake's venom, is that bad? Probably. It's probably not good for you one way or the no, other. No, but it's like, is it as bad for you as just like drinking a, I don't know, something bad for you? Bleach? <laughs> No, bleach is, whew, bleach is bad, man. Bleach is real bad. I, do you know what it does to you? Uh, I, let's not go there. I watched a video. If you drink, so if you drink bleach, 
and you get it pumped out immediately, uh, you're no longer allowed to eat hard food anymore because they cut out your stomach and rem- they remove your stomach because it burns your at it burns your stomach lining, therefore making it unable to work. And then they move your big intestine up to your uh, what's this part? It's not your throat. It's your esophagus. Yeah, your esophagus. So they attach your big intestine to your esophagus, so you can only drink liquid from that point. But if you don't get medical attention immediately, uh, it's a ho- you basically melt. So gross. Yeah. Drink bleach, kids. Don't do that. Don't what? <laughs> Don't listen to this guy. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Anyways, Flamingo escapes so, Kansas too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. In two thousand five, spotted yep. in Texas. Spotted in Texas. Wait, what? Yes. This is this oh is actually. I found this and I was really happy. This is a, this is a fun story. This is a great story. Wichita, Kansas. One of the two flamingos that escaped from a Kansas Zoo during a storm <laughs> 17 years ago has been spotted on the coast of Texas, wildlife officials said. The Coastal uh, Fisheries Division of Texas Parks... <laughs> That's how, did, hmm? how do they know it's the same? I guess we'll get to you'll it. Get, you'll get there. The wildlife confirmed Tuesday to the Associated Press that the African flamingo known as number 492 <laughs> because of the number on its leg band was captured on video... Shot oh. on March 10th by an environmentalist, a- environmental activist near Port Lavaca, Texas. Lavaca. Lavaca. <laughs> Lavaca. <laughs> At Rhodes Point on in Cox Bay. <laughs> Why is it so specific? Uh, it's near very... Point Lavaca, Texas at Road Point in Cox Bay. So that way you can go visit. All right. Maybe, maybe you'll see number 492. It's kind of like 117. Okay. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Les Miserables of the Flamingos. What? Wait, what? What are you talking about? I I you were talking about it's like numbers. It's like associated numbers. Yep. If you hear number 117, what do you think of? A halo. Exactly. A halo. <laughs> Master Chief, specifically. Yeah, I, it's really bad. Like, I'll be walking along and I'll see like a 117. I'm like, hey. Sierra 117. Never forget. You never forget. Anyways. Oh, how do you know we're nerds? Uh, officials were able to make sh- uh, make out the bird's leg band on the video. The bird and another flamingo escaped from the Sidwick County Zoo in Wichita on a stormy night in June 2005. Interesting note, my wife has been there. Been to Wichita? Yeah, no, been to that zoo. Oh, cool. So she, well, she's a Kansan, so she's actually been. That makes been. sense, but yeah, that's, that's pretty great. Yeah, so she's actually been to that new. On a stormy night in 2005. Employees, I know, isn't it neat? It's so weird how that works. Yeah, twenty-two years ago, that's not how math works. No, that's not quite right, James. I think it, it was seventeen. 17. Seventeen, James. <laughs> twenty-two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, my favorite one was. Oh, that's like. I was like, yeah, it's 2027, right? Oh, jeez. No, the best one was when it was Happy New Year and somebody posted on Twitter. It could have been real, could have not been, but they were like, Happy Birthday, Earth. (laughs) (laughs) It was (laughs) Happy 2015th Birthday, Earth. Oh, my goodness. Anyways. (laughs) Uh, Employees had not yet clipped the bird's wings to prevent them from flying, which facilitated their escape. Okay. hmm. What is the point of the zoo? Is it to look at the animals or is it to rehabilitate the animals? That's the completely different thing. Yeah, there. The, that's a different thing. Zoo is designed for people to come in and visit. 
don't to know see how, the animals. See, I think I, I don't know how I feel about it. Like if they clip their wings, I don't know. I feel like it's weird. Well, there's so many flamingos out there. True. I don't know. I'm weird. I'm weirded out by it's it's technically animal abuse, but also I'm like. I want to see a flamingo at the zoo. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know. Anyways, it's an. I'll, this I'll could get. Now. This could get really I'll deep, really I'll fast. All right. While the other flamingo was never seen again. Number. <laughs> <laughs> I like that they just leave it there. No. It while the other flamingo was it got eaten never by a bear. seen again. It got eaten by a bear. Yeah. Number four nine two has been spotted several times in Wisconsin, Louisiana, and Texas. Sometimes with other wild flamingos oh, joining no. gangs. Could you imagine in Wisconsin, like, what the frick is that? <laughs> it's a bird. It's a plane. Wait, I mean, it's, it's a type of bird. It's a flamingo. Why the frick is a flamingo doing in Wisconsin? Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, anyways, sometimes <laughs> while, um, sometimes with other wild flamingos, officials said it has been a year or two since the bird was last seen in Texas. <laughs> Zoo officials have never made plans to re uh, recapture number 492, despite the sightings, saying there is no easy way to do so without disturbing other wildlife. The escaped flamingo, known for their di distinctive pink feathers and long legs and necks, were born in Africa, then shipped to Kansas Zoo in 2004 with 39 other flamingos. Only six of them remain. <laughs> we're not really sure how many remain. I... Ethics of zoo weird weirds me out. Now, because I maybe I just we should make a T-shirt that says "Long Live 492." <laughs> oh my gosh, and no one would get it. No one would get it. Long Live 492 and have a flamingo. Keep, keep on running. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> that's what we should do. Long Live 492 and have a fl and it has a flamingo on the middle of it. Nobody will know what it is. Why won't you let me? Ooh. Long live 492. <laughs> That's pretty great. I like that. That's a good idea. Maybe that could be another merch idea. Hey, I, I honestly, that would be sweet on some mugs and stuff. Like I got to get a guy to draw it for us. Hey, that wouldn't be too hard. I mean, even my wife can draw a flamingo. We should have your daughter draw it. Oh. That'd be great. One of your daughters draw it? Yes. Ooh, we could have a competition. All four of no, your children. No, we have to be careful with that. Nope. All four of your children no, no, no. draw a flamingo, and then we say, this is the best no, one. No, that you, is a terrible you, you idea. You three are terrible drawers. No. <laughs> this is such a bad idea. Let's scar two Ooh, or three. And have your wife draw it, and then be like, wow, this is the best one. All you other kids wow. suck at drawing and just dash Or my eight-year-old beats my wife, and then that's going to be a bad situation. Honey, this is just awful <laughs> it's like a it's like it's a, like a four-year-old drew it because you this eight-year-old did a better job and then uh, we can, and then to make him feel better we can both draw terrible ones oh it could be like like between hell's kitchen and simon oh what's my his gosh. face <laughs> be so terrible oh. <laughs> do you like my parenting ideas to, to divide your children <laughs> Do you want to destroy a house? Ask James for advice. <laughs> hey, I don't have kids. I know how to make things worse. <laughs> you want to puncture your kid's ego? Ask James. <laughs> Do you think your kids are being sassy and annoying? Just ask James. He'll, make, he'll take them down a peg. Uh, <laughs> have you ever seen the, the videos of like parents who are like, wow, this is really good, honey. And then they'll talk to the camera and be like, this is the worst piece of art I've ever seen in my life. Have you ever seen the guy that takes his kid's art and makes it into 3D? 
like live it's creepy. stuff. It's creepiest crap I've ever seen. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I wish I knew what his name was so I could spot so I could sponsor him. So I could talk about him. So I could but tell no, I've him. seen it. It's really pretty great. It's really pretty great. Pretty great. It's the stuff of nuts. This is this is what just, the frick is that? I know, right? The boot of Cortez. The it's a boot, boot that used to be a boot. I oh, guess. Oh, okay. I'm not seeing it. Neither do I. <laughs> so I was I was scrambling. I mean, I have well, I've thought through uh, topics <laughs> to talk about, and so it was the the 15 greatest metal metal detecting finds of all time. All right, what do we got? Uh, the gold uh, the golden chalice number one. It's probably worth. Five point seven billion dollars. Uh, probably not with a B. Probably with a with M. M. Uh, over the years, there has been some pretty miraculous finds. It says miraculous. Okay. From the weird <laughs> and wacky and total unexplainable, the greatest metal detecting finds of all time. Now there is, if you're really bored, sometime you can. You, there's magnet fishing guys. Yeah. And then there's scuba divers that do stuff, and then you can watch metal detector guys. And I've seen like I. There's a guy I watched, he uh, found a gun, and they took it to the local PD and, like, solved a murder. Yeah. Because they were like, holy cow, this is from a gun, from a murder from 10 years ago. But anyways, this is, the number one on this list is a golden chalice, and there's, abs here it is. Diving off Key West in 2008, treasure hunter Mike DeMar discovered 385-year-old golden chalice. Wow. From the Spanish ship Santa Mar... Mar, Mar, Mar is it Margaret? The Margar Santa Margarita. I'm an idiot. Anyways, <laughs> they were this, all wasted. The ship sank, of course, because you know they're all wasted. Uh, in nineteen, in nineteen, <laughs> sixteen twenty-two. The nineteen. It was full of buried. It was full of buried treasure. Wait, what? How is it? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Wait. It, it was worth a whopping one million dollars. Wow. Now that's a reason to get the metal detector out and spend four hundred dollars on a good one. Yeah. Now this doesn't make much sense to me. I don't know how I'm gonna crap around all these. Stupid ads. Anyways, uh, the boot of Cortez. The boot of Cortez. 1989 saw the wealth pursuer of Sonora. This, this is dumb. Mexico discovers something <laughs> very unusual. While detecting in the desert, a man discovered a gold nugget that weighed over 389 troy ounces. What the fuck that means? It's a troy ounce. Neither do I. <clears throat> this nugget was awarded the name boot of cortez due to its size and this isn't a nugget what are you talking about <laughs> it's a okay, nugget so that's, a, so that's naturally that's a natural deposit of that gold? makes so much more sense there's a natural i guess i've never looked at a natural deposit of gold no i that's i mean neat. i've seen flakes and stuff i've never yeah I never thought about it. That yeah, is really pretty, cool. In 2008, the boot of Cortez was sold for $1.5 million in an auction. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? That one's kind of neat. A finger bone ring. That's kind of neat. That's kind of creepy yeah, cool. Skip it. What's this? Gold Iron Age necklace. Gold Iron. Oh, gold Iron Age necklaces. Yeah, that kind of needed a comma there, didn't it? It is. A Bronze Age. Gosh, dang it. The commas are screwing me up. A Bronze Age axe head. Uh, a two-pound meteor. That's pretty neat. That's something sweet. that you don't think about. Like, moon rocks are very, very rare. It's true. Who do you know that owns a moon rock? Nobody. I don't know anybody. That well, I don't. <laughs> well, the first thing is, is I don't walk around going, "Hey, <laughs> do you got moon rock?" <laughs> Jeez, who are you? 
Hey, hey, you got a moon rock? <laughs> hey, you got a moon rock? Uh, lost class ring. Uh, neat. Okay. I don't really care. Uh, buried treasure. Oh, that's vague. That's that's vague. <laughs> <laughs> a cup. That guy. It looks like a. It, it looks, looks like, like a, a soup can that's gold. I was gonna say a red so. It's a solo cup that somebody made gold. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I obviously didn't look at this list super well. <clears throat> I mean, I did. A Viking treasure trove. Ooh. That'd be super cool. It's like national treasure. Isn't very it, small. Scale. I'm not gonna lie. Stuff like this, when you see things like this, it makes you want to go out and metal detect. Well, because that's why gold is so cool. Because they, it doesn't tarnish, and so it will be the same way as long as you clean it up. Yeah. Forever. Yeah, and that's one of the guys I like to watch is this goofy dude who does he he does panning for gold. He does you know he does all the different styles of gold finding, and he's goofy, but he like it's just really neat when he finds them. Yep. Like it stands out. It's very yeah. bright, and it doesn't take much to get them cleaned up and making them no, look really. beautiful. It's just weird to think about, but it, it gold has been. So I my best example of why I don't understand gold is uh you can't eat it you can't wipe your butt with it <laughs> it's in an apocalypse those are two very important things eating and wiping your butt but it's shiny because <laughs> I was trying like people were like well it's in electronics and I was like yeah 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 cool and all but let's say there's an apocalypse. And all you need is bullets, food, and apparently bottle caps for some reason. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, electricity is no more, really, unless you have solar power. You can't, like, there's no luxury electricity. It's it's survival electricity for the first couple of years. Very true. And so electricity, or gold is a decent conduit, but copper is better, isn't it? And there's a no, lot actually, more. gold gold and silver are actually a better conduit than, okay. but it's the price difference that yeah. makes it. Um, actually, water water is actually the best conduit. <laughs> <laughs> just that's how we'll start doing electricity. We'll just run, run, run water, water lines. <laughs> that's a weird thought. I never thought about that. It's probably not very consistent. It doesn't travel well, like it conduit. It like, tr how does that make sense? Um. I have to You're look at my head on science here. I don't know how that works. Basically, metal, like because it's a solid, it travels better. But water is a great conduit of electricity. But since it's not a solid, it's a liquid. It can't travel as well in long oh, distances. Sure. Well, yeah, because like I watched an entire video about do, how many fish die when lightning strikes the ocean. Yeah, and it's like not very many because it only strikes like a meter deep, which I was surprised by because I was like, yeah, that just. Isn't lightning supposed to be super powerful? Like, lightning but it is... only strikes like a meter deep, and most like a lot of fish are not a meter deep; they're way deeper. Yeah. So not very many fish die when lightning strikes. I think there was a Vsauce two video. Go look it up. Okay. And you wrap this up. Oh my! Well, thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to check us out on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. If you have a message, a message. If you yeah, if you have a message for us a topic, a green screen background if you'd like to be on the podcast, or if a guest suggestion, you can email us at morningeggnog at gmail.com or message us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, be sure to like the video, as we said in the beginning, and uh, if you give us a five-star rating on iTunes and email it to me or send me a picture of it, and I can find it, I'll PayPal you a dollar or Venmo you a dollar. So, seriously, I'll do that. So have a wonderful morning, noon, or night. See y'all.